That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is a HeadGum Podcast. If you know anything about me at all, you probably know that I am pretty dang obsessed with YA books. And one that I've been hearing buzz about for a while now is Girl in Pieces. It's a New York Times bestseller that's been compared to Girl Interrupted and 13 Reasons Why, so it has clearly earned its place on my reading list. Girl in Pieces is a debut novel by Kathleen Glasgow about a 17-year-old girl who is in so much pain and has lost pretty much everyone close to her, and about how she survives and transcends that. Given that description, I'm not going to tell you that it's light or anything, but it's really beautifully written, meaningful, and gripping. Get ready to cry, and then to talk about it a lot after. You in? Girl in Pieces is available in paperback now. And welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Evakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at evakind.com. Yeah. So something you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and actually, if you can believe it, it's the second time we've talked about <laughs> it on this podcast series we host. Um, washing your vegetables. Washing your vegetables. This came up for the first time about a year and a half ago. Um when Do you I remember the full context of Well, this? I remember you and I had a conversation because I just like came in one day sort of ashamed and I was like, Do you wash your vegetables? And you were like, Oh no. And then well, we I wash some of them. I don't know. I just have very well, like, not lettuce, well. Not, I don't like, wash my vegetables well, I wouldn't say. Well, and then we went to Palm Springs with Scandal Club and we were talking about it with Ruthie and she was like, Oh no, never. And then I started like, and then once I had run it by a couple of people, I started getting really brazen. And then so I was like talking to my mom about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't wash my vegetables. And my mother was like, absolutely not, <laughs> young lady. Like you, because she was like, no, that's like how you get food poisoning. And, and I find washing e. lettuce to be the worst kitchen activity. Worst like, experience worst food in the prep world. activity there is. I also don't know how to, like, I think the people who wash lettuce well it also requires drying it well and i don't think a salad well, spinner dries it well that's so. the the dry i actually do not mind washing vegetables it's the drying yeah that i don't understand it also just feels like a real way to waste paper towels which i already get in a lot of trouble for yeah in my house. well that's the thing and i don't think other people do use paper towels so this is what i'm trying to figure out like are people using dish towels are people putting all things in the salad spinner i don't understand so okay it's very hard for me because I grew up in a very paper towel forward household. Okay. Um, okay. My mom would purchase paper towels at mm-hmm. Sam's Club. They were always um, they, they they were, were always, always plentiful. Yeah. It, I it's 
insanely wasteful. I'm yeah. very aware, but it's very hard for me to train myself not to use them. I find them to be a true luxury. We never really had them in my house. I can that see often. that. Um, um, you I should see my them. brother cook dinner. The Just watching the paper <laughs> towel consumption is really, it's like really yeah. interesting. Um, but I put a lot of things. I have two like contraptions basically mm-hmm. that I use. They're both actually Muji, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, I have a salad spinner mm-hmm. that I use for, it's pretty small though. So I do use it for like green beans and stuff. Like I have that. a really big salad spinner and I just am like, it, it's so, it, if I put it in the dishwasher, it takes up the entire dishwasher and washing That's it by the hands small is one's annoying. Good. Well, I don't really, okay, here's, here's maybe the thing. I don't really wash my salad spinner. Okay, that's good permission. I feel like I, I feel like actually I just felt a weight lifted from my chest when you said that. Because what do I need to I just need to rinse it. What is it what is it got going on? You know what? You're right. Maybe that's how I'll do it. <sighs> I just put the stuff in it and then I, I rinse it because it's mostly just had water and like what trace dirt that yeah. I was probably kind of willing to leave on the green beans anyway. Right. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm in theory fine eating dirt. And that's why my mom really threw me because she was always one of those people who was a big proponent of dirt. And when and when all of these studies came out in the last couple of years that were like kids should get dirty dirt totally, to totally. build their immunity, she would send them to me and my brother and be like, look at me. I was such a good so mom. Early. I let you eat dirt. But does then when it came to vegetables. Shailene Woodley and the clay thing? She you doesn't, but I'll let, her. I'll let her know. I think she should know. Which is why it was really shocking when she wasn't on board with me not washing my vegetables. And so I just feel like I'm recommitting to washing vegetables but i need people's advice on how so this is actually a call for advice from our listeners about how they wash their vegetables um i know you're not looking for answers from me but the no other, i oh yeah the other Please little thing that i have yeah. is this um i just you haven't advertised yourself as like an a1 vegetable I'm not, washer no, so I'm that's not. but please no please i would say i'm me. a c student for sure <laughs> like a straight st- c student right, when it comes yeah. to vegetable uh-huh. washing the other little contraption I have from Muji is this um, little metal bowl that has a sieve that sits right into it. Does that mm, make sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, it was from the, I, it's like one of the souvenirs I brought back from Hong Kong. I just mm-hmm. thought it was such a perfect little like kitchen thing. Yeah. So I'll put like tomatoes or strawberries or whatever in that and I'll just like rinse them and then just like leave them to drip into the bowl underneath uh, in the fridge. The reason this came up for me is because um, we've been doing tacos at home a lot lately huh. and so you're doing like a small amount of a lot of different toppings, like lettuce yes, and all this yes. stuff and cilantro. And it's just like, what am I to do? Am I really going to go through the process of washing this entire head of lettuce to like shred a couple leaves? No. Here's here's something um, also for, for your mother. Mm-hmm. I don't ever wash the greens for the rabbit and she's fine. Interesting. I'll ask her. Well, you know, she's gonna say that I she was, has different gut bacteria. I also or like how you think I have. I need to ask her when she's just gonna show up in your DMs or probably write an email <laughs> to customer service or something with like a long. She'll write. Actually, she's a rule of follower. She'll write to a few things at avakind.com. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, All right. Anyway, okay. So something else we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We talked about my morning routine a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, I think you did a really good job of steering that conversation. I aspire to oh, do half as thank good a job. You. Why? Thank I you. I didn't feel it. Wow. I didn't know you felt that way. Thank yeah, you so much. No, I did. Um, I'm, I'm mostly just so nosy. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that I, it turns out that one of the few areas of your life I didn't know absolutely everything about was your morning routine. Yeah, like totally. I didn't realize there were some things I didn't know. And I said to you after the fact, you think it, it helps understand. It gave me new perspective on your marriage because you, I mean, whatever, we all hate it when our spouses travel. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 but, yeah. But you 
obviously really don't like it and or not obviously but like you don't like it and yeah. I, I, I was like I understand this way in which you don't like it and that if your spouse is such a big part of your morning routine and then it is would be really odd to not have totally you're right there something mm-hmm. a place where you started that I think is important um is is the night before um, oh, so yeah, where okay. so what time are you going to bed mm-hmm. um where where can we find you the evening before you wake up I aspire to go to bed at 10 p.m. it's usually closer to 11 Same. sometimes 11 yeah. 30 gosh it's so interesting that we have this particular thing in common it is interesting and you want to know something else um you know a lot of habits of mine don't really get solidified until I realize the ways in which they're connected to my vanity. Yeah. And I realized recently that when I get sleep, I look better. Yeah, no, it's true. So that's been driving it a little more lately. I'm like, you know what? You're going to look crap and like bloated face in the morning. So why don't, you don't you get just some like sleep. get some yeah. sleep? Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't have a, well, for one, I mean, the the biggest thing to say about my nighttime routine is that I do have a skincare routine every evening now, which is something that has changed dramatically in over the course of the last several years. I, right. I do a whole, I wash my face and do all of that. And I've been trying to do it closer to when I actually just get home because I hate doing it when I'm tired. I mean, that's better. Same. I wish I, I yeah. need to get in a better habit of that, but I'm not. Okay. But usually like, you know, Chris and I will eat dinner at home or eat out and then come home and usually like watch a little bit of TV, but not really because I, I'm just so tired by the time. time. I'm just so tired, so we can't really get into anything. I mean, obviously, I also we feel always... like there are certain times where you fall asleep at eight thirty. Oh yeah, like, I mean, maybe I love like it once a week or once every other yeah. week. Yeah, well, because I do this thing where I mean, we haven't gotten to the morning part of it yet, but I wake up way too early. Yeah. Um. So I will go all week on like six hours of sleep a night, and then I have to catch up. Okay. So and oftentimes, actually, during the weekend, like on a Friday or Saturday, I'll go to bed at eight thirty. It's wild, you know. It's yeah, totally nights. crazy. Um. Okay, so you're going to bed. Close to 11, and then you're getting, like, six hours of sleep? Yeah, well, the, the way this that is I've, the difference between it's, you and it's, I, for sure. It's totally absurd, and the way that I've started... So I set my alarm for anywhere between 5 and 6.30. Um, and there were points during marathon training that it was, like, 4 and 4.30. And remember. also and writing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the, what I've... But the problem five? is it's not like... A, yes, absolutely. I woke up at 5... Well, my alarm went off at 5 and 5.30 today. I didn't get up until 5.30. So here's the thing. The, the, <laughs> I've decided that, you know how a lot of people just dick around at night and there's all those like internet memes around how about how like you're like, oh, I'm just going to watch one more show or like yeah. I said I was going to bed and then it yeah. was like three hours later and I hadn't gone to bed. I do that in the morning. Yeah, which is super fascinating. It's really weird and I don't know how it happened, but basically it started. How do you get yourself out of bed to, to dick around, do you think? I have to have coffee immediately. No, 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 no. But like, I I mean, on your way to getting coffee. Oh, because I think that I'm, I don't actually plan on drinking coffee for an hour and a half. I always think that what's going to happen is I'm going to drink coffee for like half an hour, go for a run, either go for a really long run that day okay. or go for a normal sized run, but then get to the office so early and get so much stuff done. I see. So you've deluded yourself oh, completely. It's, it's complete, I, completely. And I'm always overly ambitious with it. And sometimes also I hit snooze for an hour. That's rare. These days, the most I hit snooze is for half an hour. But I, I do get up that early because I have, yes, delusions of grandeur. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I get up, I put on my robe and my slippers, and uh-huh. I immediately go downstairs and get coffee. And then I lay down on on the couch and I drink my coffee. And 
That, and you lay and you drink your coffee lying down. Laying down. I have to drink it laying down. I was at my parents' Why? house over the weekend. It's I don't so know how strange. people do it sitting up. I'm so nope. tired. No. Nope. I'm so tired. Nope. I haven't woken up yet. I just want You don't know how people <laughs> drink coffee sitting up. Have you been to a coffee shop? But it looks you know, a lot like, like that. When you just wake up and you're so tired and you haven't had it yet. I don't know. I okay. that's just okay. I, can't, I, asked, I know. I, I know. asked Chris the other day if he would ever consider bringing it to me in bed. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. Um, would you ever consider well i like how you're tiptoeing into this it's like a negotiation it is a negotiation because i also previously asked him if we could just have a coffee maker in the bedroom no i know i which i think is one nuts two so bold in a way that is very you (laughs) well the thing is that i have the incredible like privilege and pleasure of having more than one floor in our living space now and so it used to be that i the coffee was so close to the bed yeah and now it's a whole thing to get downstairs i know people like around the world have this problem (laughs) of living up sleeping upstairs and having coffee downstairs it's not you would be a real one percenter of people who had their coffee machine <laughs> well, in their bedroom. Okay, interesting you should say that, though. I don't watch that Chip and Joanna Gaines show. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But somebody told me that Joanna Gaines is a big proponent, like does like one of her signature moves is like, let's just put a little coffee corner in the play playroom. Like she does, like she put like a little coffee set up no. in, in like spaces all over the house. I'm I mean, sure, homes in Texas all, are really big. First of all, I'm sure <laughs> that that show is sponsored by Nespresso or or I, Coffee Mate or I hope something. So. But but anyway, I like that you haven't followed any other Chip and Joanna Gaines advice in your life <laughs> at all. You don't even, even know the, the name show. of the show. No. But that piece you're going to latch on to. Well, it spoke to me, yeah, obviously, clearly. in very okay. real ways. Anyway, okay. so I get down. I have to have my coffee immediately. I have to have it lying down. Yes, and what, often. What, how much coffee do you drink? What kind of coffee? Two pods of Nespresso at a time. Um, yeah. These days, it's graduated to two pods at a time twice, often. What? I know. I'm on a real caffeine high these days. And there was an article in the New York Times the other day about how some people just metabolize it better. And I just told myself that I'm in that group of people. I saw that article, too. I'm in the group that doesn't. <laughs> I'm in the group that metabolizes Well, because also that, the article was actually about using caffeine for exercise. And I really like caffeine before I exercise. Yeah. I like respond and during. Four and I pods? Yeah, it's excessive. Okay. okay. I mean, my entire morning routine is completely gratuitous. I don't, it's like, it makes no sense. Because also, okay. by the way, I, obviously, when you're drinking coffee laying down, you spill quite a bit. It comes out the side of your mouth, you know, because yes. like, I, it dribbles I mean, I down. This is, it's, it's interesting that you think you can't imagine a person not drinking coffee lying down, but yet there's no device to use to make the coffee go into your mouth while lying down. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need like some sort of adult coffee sippy cup I do. situation. Okay. I try. What are you reading? I was going to I was gonna get to this next. The fact of the matter is I'm reading total BS on the internet. Yeah. Actually, you know, if I haven't, my like nighttime treat most nights is the E! News Insta story. But mm. if I haven't taken that treat the night before, it's a nice thing to do in the morning. Are you clicking through to the stories or just consuming it there? Very rarely, but do I ever click through Swipe the stories up. but it's so funny because i clicked through on one today and i wish i could remember which one it was um i've clicked through on a few recently yeah occasionally you know there's some good celebrity gossip happening right yeah. now but i try but then i catch myself and i'm like why are you consuming instagram right now this is not healthy so then i will go to the new york times and it's totally depressing so my actual like main go-to is a crossword puzzle because it mm. feels like it's not trash it's not bad news Mm-mm. um so my my go to is the crossword puzzle, but you know I get maybe distracted. that should be their new slogan: not trash, not bad news. <laughs> yeah, 
Totally. There, wow. Yeah. Good, there we go. Take, exactly. Go ahead and take that one, New York Times crossword yeah. app. And you have the app for this. Yeah. I pay for yeah. it. Yeah. I did it after the election because I thought this is my contribution to journalism. You know, they need the money. Um, totally. And your dad has the app too, right? No, he refuses. Oh, interesting. He prints it out from the computer every single day. Um, it's interesting. insane. I bought him a book for um, of them for Hanukkah one year, and he was like, why do I need this? And I'm like, because all you do is the crossword. <laughs> I don't, it's a odd thing okay uh yeah so then once I've done all that I go all the way back upstairs um and I put on my running clothes because I've drank coffee my pajamas and my robe yeah um and then I go put on my running clothes and I leave and I go for my run I've talked about this before, but I ha- I have to run in the morning. It started because uh, it started being in the morning mostly because like that's when I'm in a funk anyway. And my yeah. philosophy was basically that if I'm not it, one, like I feel if I am depressed, I feel depressed in the morning and running yeah. helps. But two, even when I'm not depressed, I'm not a morning person. So no, you're not. If the run sucks, I'm not ruining what would have been like an otherwise lovely part of my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, yes. It was going to be crappy either it was gonna, way. Yeah. And like, obviously there are certain mornings where I wake up and I don't want to run, but it's like, I'm already, like, it's already, this isn't going to be a fun thing to do. Yeah. It's not fun. And nobody's bothering me. But so, and then if I, and it just makes me feel better. And then there's all, the other thing is there's nothing better to do. After work, there's always something more yeah. fun to do, even if it's just watching TV. And in the morning, even it's just if like just going home and like, yeah, sitting there. exactly. Yeah. But in the morning, nobody's being like, hey, want to like come do this? And if they are, Certainly it's something not, not fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, TBH, this is the thing. Sometimes I don't actually get out of the door until like 7 or 7.30 after okay. waking up that okay. early. Because I, as I said, wasted so much time just dicking around on the internet. Okay. Um, so go for my run. I've been going for longer runs these days. And so I have condensed my screwing around time. It, like six to eight miles. Okay. Because That's a lot It's in the a morning, lot huh? in the morning. But what happened, it's like the marathon screwed me over because like running is like any other drug where the more you do of it, the yeah. more you need. Yeah. So it's like if I don't do that, I don't get feel, it. feel that. Um, <sighs> but it, I also, I have a nice loop around Prospect Park that's like six and some change. So it's also a nice just like out and back. And then do you, and you go to that track sometimes? You run I have a track. Sometimes? Thank you for asking me You about have a the track. track. It's the, uh, the high school has a track. You know, I posted it on Instagram and Joe Holder said, my track. And I said, no, mine. Okay. Well, like, apparently a lot of people it's feel the, It's the track of a public high school. So it's all of our tracks. That's right. And I did. I was telling you this. I was like, I've just been loving it so much that I feel like I need to like make a donation to this high school. You like, are. It's taxes. Yeah, that's right. I'm paying, paying <laughs> but my I'm taxes. But I'm sure maybe, maybe they're yeah. on donor shoes. Yeah. I, I should look. Great idea, Erica Cerullo. You're welcome. But it's a great track. And I never had ever, ever, ever run on a track until I moved close to one. And I just realized it's so meditative because you're just, it's so flat you have, and it's so just round and there's nothing to think about. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. So for my shorter runs, I will run this tracks like a mile from my house and I'll just run around the track a bunch. And if I'm doing like a three or four mile run. What do you do if the weather's bad? It depends on my hair. Yeah. If I'm trying to have a cute hair day, I run on the treadmill. Okay. Um, we have a treadmill um, in our house, which was... A big sacrifice, I think, that like has now I'll never get the coffee maker. Yeah, in the no, bedroom you're not because I got maker. the treadmill. Yeah, um, totally. And uh, so, but I, but if it's not nice outside, I, I don't mind running in like 
light rain. Yeah. Um, when I was, I, I was telling you this a while ago, when I was younger, I used to really weirdly pride myself on running in any weather. Like, yeah. No matter how crappy I would do it outside. Um, I don't know why I thought that was a point of pride. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but there's a really good New Yorker cartoon of a bunch of, of like New Yorkers running in Central Park in terrible weather. And it really speaks to me. Um, there was a really good uh, New York magazine, The Strategist, recently on gui- a guide to like clothing for every weather, mm. which I found to be really helpful because I find it to be really hard to figure out like if it's 40 degrees, what to wear. Um, and you've figured that out at this point. Yeah, yeah, I have. And also I just have... Um, a lot of little pieces like I have yeah. a neck warmer and an ear warmer so yeah. like today I didn't wear the neck warmer but I did wear the ear warmer when I started out but then like I could just push it back or put it in my pocket yeah. and so I have a lot of little components like that this thing I think had like seven or eight different you know temperature Looks. zones basically and I think was it specifically for exercise for running specifically Ooh. for running um, find I'll find this. yeah I've I'll send it, it to you um, but basic like one of the things I really liked I think the takeaway the like broad takeaway was dress for running like it's 20 degrees warmer than the forecast which helped them a lot just to be like oh okay that is a good yeah you know I hate being cold so much that I you almost always yeah, yeah I just end up getting really sweaty when it's cold in the summer I really hate being hot so that it, I just yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah yeah wear as little as possible um okay so then you come back home I come home it used to be this is a shift for me in our new place it used to be I would come home make a smoothie and then drink the smoothie interspersed with getting ready. Yeah. But now, again, because I have both the privilege and pain of having my kitchen be on a separate floor yeah, from totally. my bedroom. No one feels bad for you for I this. Know. This is just like a very specific I know. pain. <laughs> well, I am just, I, I've, stopped, I've, I've stopped eating breakfast at home almost entirely. Because it's so far away. Because I don't have the time. Because as you know, up until this point in my morning routine, I've wasted an enormous amount of time. (laughs) Like so often by the time I leave the house and I'm walking to the train, it'll be like 9 or 9.30. And I just have to stop and be like, wow, you really woke up four hours ago. (laughs) What have you, what, what do you have to show for it? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Well, you know everything that's happening on Army Hammer's Instagram. So there's that. Um, Why don't you eat breakfast before you run? Why oh, God, I would never. Then? I never. would never. I don't know. I'm not someone who does that. If I'm going to eat anything, it's like a spoonful of peanut butter. I just don't do well. Like, I have okay. to digest for a really long time. Okay. Um, I would maybe – sometimes if I'm really hungry, I'll have a spoonful of peanut butter. Occasionally, on now that I'm doing these longer runs, I'll bring, like, a running gummy on the run sometimes. But Or, like, I'll have a handful of almonds. Okay. But, yeah, I mm, – I do just you don't miss like, having your smoothie? Very much so. There's a great smoothie place nearby me. Okay. Um, that I really like and it's I like watch them make it and it's exactly what I would put in. They don't put in as much um, yogurt as I would, but I'm not totally. Gonna, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. give them any feedback. Wow. Um, <laughs> Generous. Wow. Wow. So wow. that's helped a lot. And I still occasionally buy the ingredients for the smoothie, but I just never have time. And I, I, it's so you weird. Ha- you have time. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You yeah. never carve out the time because you certainly no, I know. have it. It's so weird. And then I'm also wondering if when we have uh, a, an island in our kitchen this is a separate saga but when I have like more countertop space if maybe I'll start you'll... doing it again yeah, maybe it was such a, good... a daily part of my life it really it's so was. weird that I, I still drink sm- the same more or less the same smoothie What's several days smoothie? a week um, well now that it's at the, this new place peanut butter but it used to just be almonds almond butter, well almonds. just straight almonds oh, yeah. and then yogurt water mango strawberry banana kale at home, I didn't always put strawberry in it because it's so expensive. But yeah. this place is like you just pick three fruits. Yeah. Um, 
So, and yeah, kale, did I say that? And then, you know, I would always get inspired and put random things in like mint or like parsley. Okay. I really like parsley in a smoothie. Um, and then, you know, random dusts, you know. Yeah. M- magic dust, brain dust, maca, whatever. You've got a lot of dusts around. Yeah. Yeah. I do m- miss making smoothies a lot. I would just have to start. Um, and then, I, but the, the thing is, the, the thing that most people do while they eat breakfast, which is read the internet. Yeah. I've done that before mm-hmm. eating breakfast. So I don't even know what I do with that time. God. Yeah. Who knows? You know, um, the internet's always creating junk content. So yeah, you could true. just keep, you could just keep Maybe consuming it. Maybe I could start it. reading, you know, better content. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, so I go upstairs, I shower. My shower is really quick because I wear a shower cap. I don't wash my hair. So and just, you barely have any time. <laughs> barely have any time left. I've got to get going. Because you've all of your resources. <laughs> That's, right. That's correct. Um, so I, you know, wash off my body in the shower, get out. Do my makeup. So this is the other crazy thing. I mean, yeah. it won't be crazy or surprising <laughs> to anybody, but I really like to have a full hour in between when I return from my run and when I have to leave the house. Okay. So, because like I like having that long to do my hair and my makeup and, you know, change outfits several times if I'm going to do that. For, from after your shower or before your shower? No, from from getting a right. But my shower takes three minutes. Okay, so. right, right, right. Your hair doesn't even get wet. Yeah. You take an hour to get ready? In an ideal world, yes. I rarely actually have that much time. But yes, I prefer, I can't do it in half an hour. I tell myself I can all the time. And then I run longer than I should because I'm like, it's fine. I'll run another mile because I only, I can do it in half an hour today. Never happens. This is so interesting. I don't know why it takes so long. I don't know. I'm never more inefficient than in the morning. And it it makes no sense. Okay. It's just so, my morning routine is so the opposite of aspirational. It's literally like if somebody were to do a satire of those things of like the morning routines of five like successful people or whatever. Mine is the complete opposite. The only thing I have in common is getting up at 5 a.m. You wake up really early. But like, <laughs> you don't wake up really early to like, I mean, you run also. You do plenty of, you drink. A, you I, yes, have I a do plenty, breakfast. period. I do plenty in the morning. I do so much. No, you do. It's like you wake up early, you run, you mm-hmm. have a smoothie. All of these yeah. things are present. They just happen over the course of four to nine hours. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Totally. And, but, you know, I just if I don't have that time in the morning to just do nothing, I, it's just so alone. It feels so good. Yeah. And do it's you, so have you talked to anybody at this point? Oh, no. <laughs> I would never. Yeah, no. And no, the I other thing that. I've learned is sometimes I do take an uh, exercise class in the morning. And when that happens, I have to um, decrease my uh, coffee time considerably. I'm sure. And I always do it somehow. And after that, I'm like, well, that's it. Next, you know, tomorrow yeah. I'm only going to drink coffee for 20 minutes and then I'm going to go for my run. But again, never But then happens. you've missed out on all these Instagram stories from the day before. So you got to get It's so depressing. If anybody has a recommendation for something that is readable in the morning that is not Instagram. A magazine. That was my I, You know why? I've been trying it because I actually have a yeah. huge stack of them right now. I can't lay down and hold a cup of coffee and read a magazine. It like falls, like keeps falling yeah, off my I lap. Guess the real issue, Claire, is that you lie here <laughs> lying down and yeah. drinking coffee while you're doing it. Yeah. So no one really has an answer to the question of what can you read well, and on my phone. Like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can totally. hold the coffee and the phone at the same time. The magazine constantly falls off um, my lap. Should you be doing one of those like saving the apps that save the articles yes, the for inst- you? I absolutely paper? should. Yes. Does an Instagram feel like the answer for you? Yes. I Instapaper, if it's still happening, last time I used it, it was just so buggy, and that was like five I, I, years I, same, ago. Same, same, same. And I was also using it on my Kindle, which was not, which was not, yeah, it was, didn't same. work well. Yeah. If somebody could recommend for me 
this is another listener request. Lots yeah. of listener requests. One, this one. What? What can you read lying down <laughs> and drinking coffee? Two. What app should you use? And to three, save articles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to save articles. And three. How do you wash your vegetables? Don't forget that one. Oh my gosh! Please don't forget that one. How do you wash your vegetables? Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh. Oh. This is another key component of that stage of like the doing the makeup and stuff. When I'm getting dressed, I'd say three out of five times. Say. Three, three, three out of the five days a week I'm doing this routine, I have to take a picture of what I'm wearing in the mirror because I don't trust my eye. So that's another important part is I like take the picture and I'm like, Does, are we sure this looks cute? Because in your, when you're looking in the mirror, you're like only focusing on the one thing that you think matters, right? Like whether it's like your hips or whatever. And so you exaggerate that. But then when you take a picture, it's much easier to see how the thing actually looks. So that's why Erica always finds like a million selfie, outfit selfies on my phone, despite never posting them anywhere. No. How? Yeah. Okay. But you knew this. Yeah, no, totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just don't trust my eye enough on an outfit. So. Well, I can't take a picture in the mirror. So that's something I can't achieve. I, I taught you some tricks today. I, Claire, <laughs> I really, I also like, I, the only filling mirror in my house is in my entryway by my front door. And it is no natural light, not conducive to yeah. this at all. Well, it's not for, you know, my pictures aren't good either. There's like clothes on the floor all around me. The, these ones, these outfit selfies, they're not for public consumption. No, they're I know. just for me to make sure that it. That okay. it, it looks okay. And then, yeah, once I've approved of that, then I go downstairs. I In an ideal world, I eat breakfast, eat something for breakfast, but usually there's not time, so I just run out the door. When do you have your tray. second double pot of coffee? Oh, usually before my run. But you have all four before your <laughs> well, run? Well, because also, I'm, it's like... You have, wait, you have four <laughs> espressos before your run? I don't... <laughs> I'm just trying to get my facts straight here. I don't consider... One pot and espresso. What do you consider it? A cup of coffee? Half a cup of coffee. So that's why I need two at a time. Okay. I don't know. I also just like think, I don't know, straight coffee makes me more jittery than espresso. Espresso doesn't make me as as jittery. Uh, I think espresso is less. I mean, I I think. Yeah. I can't remember the like actual, you know, whatever. But I think a shot of espresso is less than a cup of coffee. Okay. Um, Oh, I forgot something else. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have four cups of coffee usually before my run or four pods. Not always, though. Sometimes just two. And if I've only had just two, then I get have another coffee when I get to the office. Yeah. Usually. But during my makeup and getting dressed, I do consume proper content. That's when I listen to NPR. I turn oh, on that, yeah. that NPR morning podcast. And then if I've gotten through that and I'm still going, I'll listen to a, a podcast like a prop like a, you know, one of the many podcasts that I listen to. Um, what is your commute like? I live very close to the C train, thank goodness. So I go down there. Well, sometimes no one I get... said thank goodness about the C train for a long time. <laughs> it's flattered. It's about half an hour door to door because I right. get off at the C in Dumbo, and then we have like a ten minute walk from the. What do you station. do on the train? Mm, great question. I've been listening to music a lot lately. Oh, really? Which is a new thing. I never you know listen what? to music. Well, I never listened to music other than on my run, and I very religious about listening to music on my run and other than that music had kind of fallen out of my life because Chris and I don't really like the same music so we don't don't. listen to it a ton at home and I didn't really have a commute for five years or I didn't have a long one um and now that I do have a proper commute I have started listening to music again and it's kind of nice what are you listening to um I do this really like weird and I don't know why I think it's embarrassing, but just because I don't know what music is happening. I just know the artists I like. I just hit play on their channels. 
That's fine, on, right? On, yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> I just feel like Chris gets so annoyed. He's like, okay, we've like definitely heard enough Francis in the Lights for the next 10 years because I'm just like, play Francis in the Lights, you know? Yeah. Or Frank Ocean or oh, I discussed a Mona Janelle Monet kick now. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, it, I, I'll, I'd have to look at my phone, but I'm always, okay. go, th- th- I would say those are the three that, oh, um, Kendrick Lamar. What else? Kendrick has a real presence on your running yeah. playlist, right? Yeah, I mean, the, oh, Chance the Rapper was another mm-hmm. one that I was doing for a while. <laughs> I was just doing that for a while. I should like make proper playlists, but I don't. I was having randomly to add to the mix a Fleetwood Mac uh, phase for a while. I really annoy all, especially when I was in high school and would drive people around a lot. I annoy all my friends because I play music to death. Yeah, I play the same thing over and over. And yeah. Over. yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. my Sam Smith phase? Sure, that do. wasn't good for anybody. Yeah. It was good for Sam Smith. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I hope you felt. I hope you felt the love. Yeah. Is there anything about the morning routine we've missed that you? Feel well, like as you know, I wrote a short novella about yeah, it, so did. I wouldn't forget. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't and see what what we've missed. You, um, you wrote this in paragraph form, which is yeah. I was having trouble doing it in outline form. Yeah, totally, because it just yeah. it needed that flow. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I mean, I think you know. It's a it's a work in progress. It, it's always in flux. Um, it's I would say it's changed a lot over the years. It has. It, if and um, and you're looking forward to seeing where it goes in the future. I really, in some ways, I really hope to make it you know a shorter amount of time. On the other hand, I think you know one day you know I won't always have the chance to just laze around you know no. for an hour every morning and maybe I'll really appreciate this time in my life. It's true. So that's my morning routine. I don't know what else there is about it. I'm not a morning person. And no. so it's like I take all this time to just be with myself and get myself ready for the day. No, it, I, I do. You, <laughs> it's like a lot of mental prep for the that's day. That's what I think it is. I really, I always, like, it really did stem from the fact that when, that like for me, the first sign of depression is waking up sad. Like there's nothing worse than yeah. waking up sad. And I really think that like all of these little things stemmed from that, from starting to be like, okay, well then I got to run and then I've got to eat like the healthiest things possible because all these things like contribute yeah, yeah, to yeah. my mental health. I was like, oh, I'll have some little alone time and then like I figured out the caffeine helped and then so all and then and you know it's just spiraled completely out of control no it's so. interesting this is <laughs> yeah. yeah this is yeah. interesting yeah um all right well that's the show you can look to listen to us wherever podcasts are found like Stitcher iTunes leave us a review and now Spotify follow us at of a kind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page if you have ideas or requests for the show email them to us at a few things at ofakind.com. Barbara Mazer, that's where you should send your vegetable washing <laughs> thoughts. To advertise on our podcast, email advertising at ofakind.com. Our intro music, Butterfield East, is written and performed by the Soulful Saints. Our audio editing is done by Liz Smith, and we record at Showbriz Studios in the East Village. A.K.A. Alex's house. So many of you guys write in and ask about our theme song. It is called Butterfield East, and it is composed and performed by the Soulful Saints. You can check them out over at DallaRecords.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.